Stuart Mandel from The Athletic. I really enjoyed your story about the future of realignment and all the various possibilities. People are always talking about, well, the Power Five is going to break away from the NCAA. They're going to do their own thing. So that was one scenario I threw out there. The college football Premier League top programs break off and do their own thing. Just in football, if something like that happens, I don't think it would be the whole Power Five. If I'm USC, if I'm Ohio State, if I'm Michigan, and I'm looking to purely maximize my profits, I'd be better off playing a schedule of just those teams and not Purdue or Illinois or Oregon State or any number of those schools that aren't really moving the needle. Jeff Green with us here on The Big Show. In your mind, what are your best attributes? You know, being able to play multiple positions, guard multiple positions, spread the floor out, being able to attack at the rim, I think that's what I'm best at, getting to the rim. You know, being a vet that's been through a lot. You know, I've been to the finals, I've been to the playoffs, probably, you know, this is my, what, 13th, 12th year. I've been to the playoffs probably seven of those years. So, you know, the experience of that and being on the finals team, knowing what it takes. It takes some luck, but it also takes a lot of sacrifice and a lot of being on the same page to get to that point. You know, that's what I bring. Which is more likely, BYU winning eight games or BYU beating Utah? BYU beating Utah. Yeah, I agree with that because that's a one-time deal. Yep. You're playing on your home field. Are the Utes the better team? I think they are. But sometimes emotion can make up for lack of talent. I expect them to win at least one of those first four games, and I think that's fair to expect. If they start the season one and three, I wonder what that does for them. I'm not sure I'm seeing where those eight wins are coming from. Jazz New Center, Ed Davis. How do you see yourself fitting in here? What do you got to do? For me, like, the, the difficult part is, like, moving my family, finding a spot, you know, understanding the city. You know, the basketball part is easy. You know, my personality, you know, I always, you know, um, I feel like I can fit in, you know, adapt to any environment there is in this world. So, you know, fitting in the locker room, you know, I don't even think about that. And then on the court, you know, I, I've been on a lot of, you know, different teams, good teams, bad teams, winning teams, losing teams, so honestly, I don't even think about it. It's going to be an easy transition for me. Craig Bowler, Jack, here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I think the biggest difference we're going to notice is it's near impossible for one player to take away Rudy rolling to the rim. So, with the spacing, what do you do now? You I can't mean, sag to stop him, as you were saying. I, I'm thinking that he'll just dominate. I don't know any other way to put it, and he may step outside a little bit. I think if his game could add a 12-foot or even a 6-foot turnaround jumper like that would be a, a huge weapon in the arsenal, that's where I think it separates him from being an all-star, is to add that extra offensive skill. Manny Bowen, linebacker for the University of Utah, did not report to camp, is reportedly retiring from football. That hurts the Utah, well, by the way. Yeah. Tough to entirely judge these things, because we don't know the circumstances of his personal life. I would guess Utah isn't wild about the timing. No. That coaches are not wild about a no-show to the first day of camp. Obviously, this team has a lot of preseason hype. Right now, it seems like the questions are about the offensive line, receivers, and now the linebackers. Yep, I would totally agree. Those are pretty important areas to uh, make, but they have talent in the program. I, I believe that. David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz. I almost have the feeling it's Mike Conley's locker room already. I think that's going to be really interesting. I think it's going to be really valuable for Donovan to have a new voice, and that's going to be Conley, who I think he turns to and listens to and asks about life. I think Rudy will still have his impact, but maybe in a better way. Maybe Rudy can just be that guy that's demanding you to perform at a level of excellence at all times and not have to then also turn around and try to lead the locker room. But it's pretty clear to me it's Mike Conley's locker room when the veterans are all signing here because Mike Conley signed here. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Is everybody ready?
Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thank you very much for making us a part of your day. What's going on over there, Gordo? Oh, I'm uh, I'm bumping and skidding along over here. I'm apparently a lot happier than you are. I didn't really notice this at first, but Lloyd pointed it out that you're kind of grumpy today. I've been grumpy today. Yeah, I don't know. I don't what's know what's going on with me. I'm just not grumpy. Enough, that's not all. Not enough sleep, or did that's... something set you off? Or does there does there always have the to be biorhythms? A... <laughs> does there always have to be a, a reason? Can't a guy just be you know grumpy in a bad mood? Uh, yeah, but sometimes you want to trace as to why. Well, Lloyd is <laughs> the reason. He came I mean, in to give you a back rub. He did, which is just creepy in a Charlie Rose kind of way. <laughs> I think he meant it with tender love and care. Oh, that's nice of him. And you barked right back at I him. I didn't bark at him. kind of did. Did I bark at Lloyd? He just said, you seem like you're in a bad mood today. And I said, I am in a bad mood. How's Adrian, that barking? Adrian, is uh, is Jake barking? No, he didn't bark. Thank you, Adrian. Adrian I, in for Austin today. I've by the seen way. Jake bark. That wasn't a bark. Right. <laughs> that was just a, that was just a confirmation. That's a uh, those guys have known each other for pertinent two decades now. So that is true. I've known Lloyd a long time, and that's and that just makes you angry. <laughs> well, bit. yeah. Have yeah. you met Lloyd? Like, <laughs> I like Lloyd. I don't know what the big deal is. Why is everybody maybe Lloyd behind behind our backs is uh, you know stabbing us and whatnot? But I I like Lloyd. I, what am I missing? Everything. <laughs> Can't believe you're missing it. No, Lloyd's great. Best day ever was the day Lloyd came to me and said, uh, "I need an internship, and I hear you uh, work at a radio station." I said, "Yeah, I'm in charge of the internships, Lloyd. Welcome aboard." Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Because I worked, uh, I worked with oh, Lloyd at uh, Sears. At Sears, way back in the day, oh. and then. Uh, so you're responsible for Lloyd's radio career? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Do you lord that over him? Never. No, Lloyd. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, Lloyd is where Lloyd is because of Lloyd and his uh, talents and abilities. But yeah, but that's swung open the door. But uh, yeah, but that's how uh, how Lloyd's career began. I'll be. I didn't. I, I. I. Now that you say that, I remember it, but I temporarily forgot. Right there at the huddle, the sports bar in uh, Cottonwood Heights. Oh, really? Uh huh. And in fact, uh, yeah. in, in fact, um, I somehow spelled his name wrong in my phone when I uh, initially on that night when I talked to him, <laughs> and it's still spelled Laud to this day. Uh, you know what? I don't think I've ever thanked you. Thank you for bringing me into this. Hi, Lloyd. Business. You're welcome. But uh, you you heard what I said. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. No, it was good. Where you're no, at good. because of. But then I, want, I wanted to really relay something else that I, uh, as I came into this business, the very first show that I ever did, like as far as a show, you should remember it was actually with you. Huh? You and Mr. Graham. You remember when I when I filled in? Yeah, I do. And you, do you remember how good a, a, of getting them to break was was and them always being very timely? I do. Remember? Uh-huh. I said, come on. And this is my first time. I'm like, come on, guys. We've got to go, go to break. And I kept telling them, like, let's go to break, please. And, of course, nobody respects the new guy at all. And Gordon, <laughs> we go, I get, finally they get to break, and Gordon says to me, he goes, hey, Lloyd, 
Nobody tells me when to go to break. <laughs> now, did I really, did I really say that? Lloyd, did I really say that? I did. Lorded, you did. I did? But hey, it I, was okay. It was, you know I what? Apologize. Guess what? It, no, you don't need to apologize. It meant, you know what? I needed to become something in this business. And then it would, see, now, now, now there's respect, mutual respect. You didn't know me all that well. Wow, I can't believe... I mean, that's hard for me to believe that I would actually say Nobody that. Nobody tells me when to go to break. Oh, I can absolutely can see you. Can you really? Yeah. Oh, Man, yeah. I'm a much bigger jerk than I thought I was. No, you oh, just... Oh, Gordon, no, you, it wasn't. You have this streak in you where you don't... You march by the beat of your own drum and don't like somebody telling don't you give, like, what you, that beat should be. You know what I mean? You were talking about something... Like, I mean, I think it was... It probably was fall. I think it was the fall time. It was like college football and you had this big topic that you were discussing. Uh-huh. And you guys kind of, you know, go... You went long and i'm like hey we got to go to break now uh, okay and and, you know maybe i barked a little bit but i said you know what one day i'm gonna be able to tell gordon monson to do what to do (laughs) and where to go (laughs) what's up with the what's up what's up with the gnats it might be me apparently because every time i'm next to you the gnats come so i'm sorry we have gnats in the studio right now and that's making me even more mad oh it's making me so much all right so after all these years i do apologize for that you don't need to apologize gordon like i would never say that to adrian well, not Today. now. Yeah, I would never say that. Adrian, what's I? the what's the meanest thing Gordon's ever said to you? <sighs> I don't know, but back in those days when I would fill in and with him in uh, the old storm cloud, <laughs> that guy said some pretty mean things to me. <laughs> Kevin KG? Did? Oh yeah, yeah he I was left the business by doing that internship. <laughs> He almost, almost drove me out of here. Nobody would have blamed you. Anyways, <laughs> I got it, by the way. Carry on. I got it. Carry on. Good to see you, Lloyd. Thank you guys for welcoming me into this business. Oh, well, we're glad you're here. See, that's the Especially hard... since Lloyd's the boss. See, this is what you got to be careful about. you got to be careful how you treat people because they become your boss. Yeah, right. I can absolutely see you saying that to Lloyd. Lloyd? Nobody tells me when to go. Nobody break. tells Gordon Monson when to go. You know, break. I, 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 I third person. It, I, no, I wouldn't go third person. But I, I could say, I could see myself saying, if we were in the middle of a passionate debate, turn and Lloyd barking, then I could see myself saying, "Hey, Lloyd, don't, uh, don't, don't uh, talk to us that way." But I, to say nobody tells me when to go to break, I, that just sounds. Out of character. What's worse, that or or Hans telling Austin he'll never work in this town again, <laughs> or Hans telling me he hopes I suffer a financial ruin. Oh, well, that's a little aggressive, I'd say. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Did he mean it? Well, probably. It's Hans. <laughs> he usually means those sorts you of know, things. When I, I was... probably said something like, "Oh, you're really you're big," and he said, "I hope you lose all your money." <laughs> you know, when I was listening to Hans. Uh, and when you got, when you were talking to both those guys, mm-hmm. um, Jake, I, I thought when he was talking about how his wife told him that she, he would apologize to you, I thought, thank goodness that Hans has Amanda because oh, yeah. what? How far would he spin off off the, the normal plane if if she weren't there to guide him? Yeah, I think Hans is fortunate. He he chose who he did uh, to to partner his life with. I think uh, I, there's more than one of us on this station that needs the <laughs> the significant other to ground us a tad. You mean all of us, almost? Uh, certainly me. 
Although Adrian's in the the free wheel wheel and uh, single uh, stage, and I gotta you know that has its uh, charms as well. It's true. I get to do whatever I want, whenever you want, and whenever. Right. Uh, of course, I'm going to show up for work, but other than that, nobody tells Adrian what to do. Nobody. Exactly. And when he meets the right woman for him, then he'll say, hey, before we get started here, I just want you to know nobody tells me what to do or when to go to break. How long into a relationship do you tell them? You will never get to tell them what to do. <laughs> oh, do I start with that? or No, that feels like maybe a second date. <laughs> right? Kind of okay. Thing. Right. Yeah, like, right. I can see this going somewhere. I just got to let you know. Quick heads up. <laughs> That's a good way to find out real quick. Uh, what the attachment level is, because there's a lot of people would probably tell you to pound sand. Oh, well. Good litmus test, huh? Yeah. I mean, did you ever say anything really dumb in your courtship of Naz? Oh, I'm sure I did. Anything memorable? Really, uh, really dumb. Did you make any mistakes? Never. No. What was the Obvious, opener? Obviously what was the opening not. line? Well, no, she I, turned him down initially. Yeah, I mean, I've told that story where I said, hey, how about we go grab dinner or something sometime? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. With you okay. or when she said oh. When she said that to you, did you think automatically, uh, I will never have a shot with her? Yeah, I did. Because uh-huh. <laughs> she has a certain way of saying things in ways... That, well, let's just say that uh, attorney is a good profession for her. Yeah, she's very direct. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She'll tell you what she's thinking. And at that point, it was, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, uh, that's pretty funny, That's actually. not something that I'm going to do, so. Well, if there are any available uh, really nice women out there, we've got a real catch here behind the glass. Adrian's, Adrian. He's not looking for a nice woman. Are you kidding? What does he want? An outlaw? Not looking for for a woman to settle down with. He's he's. Looking I'm looking for, for what Jake's looking for. Yeah, like the, a, the husbandry. That's that's true. It is a it is a good a good angle. <laughs> looking for somebody to that has um. I can er- vacuum with the best of them. Right. No, yeah. High I, earning potential. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's oh, I see. That's where we're going. Well, uh, Adrian is is a fine catch. If so, if there's anybody out there who uh, qualifies, uh, call Jake. He'll line you up with Adrian. Just like uh, I'm responsible for one of your daughter's marriages? Uh, that's partially true. That is entirely true. What do you mean partially true? <laughs> You're taking credit for everything, aren't you? I'm Lloyd taking... in a business? Now my daughter's marriage? I deserve credit for that. I thought Kevin was saying that he deserves some credit for Absolutely that. Absolutely not. Kevin had nothing to do with it. And I love it that he's, uh, you've thought that and he's tried to sell that all this time. So he's lying. Huh. huh. Or misremembering. I mean, Kevin was a bit of a lush. Do you think we could, uh, do you think we could take uh, calls from uh, young women who uh, might, we could sort of, are you going to try to embarrass Adrian right now? Is that oh, I just doing? wondered maybe if we should have him call in and see if uh, if uh, they might uh, we might be able to make a love connection here. <laughs> What's that, that is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? On line number one, she's uh... <laughs> We have Sheila on line number one, Mary on line number two, Janie on line number three. You don't think there's any potential here? Luckily for me, I control the phones back here. So. You, you know, I... 
just going on on demographics here for a second. I'm not so sure that young single women <laughs> is, is really oh, oh, I don't, yeah, uh, who we we're talking some. to here. Oh, we got some. Did we? Do we? <laughs> I think we do. We have a few. Oh, I have an awkward what, 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 what do you, uh, Adrian, what are you looking for? I think we should hit a break. <laughs> Adrian, of all the the women, the phone, yeah. of all the women you meet out there in uh, in single land, I how many of them? How many of them have heard of or listened to the station? <laughs> that actually some, but I never hear. Oh, I love that Gordon Monson on the Big Show. <laughs> never heard that. No, uh-huh. not not from that demo. Uh-huh. Now I I believe there there could be some listening. Sure, but I mean the odds of us having how many names did you list right there? Four. Is, are like probably that. pretty low. <laughs> Mary, <laughs> Sheila, Janie. I think we have at least four. Call now. What's the number here? I, I always forget. Let me see. Let me look up your cell phone number. Not <laughs> my cell phone number. Call in and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see if, uh, you know, because Adrian is way, way above average. Oh, I, I agree. Thank you. Thank you, Gordon. I agree. But is this is this what we're doing on the show today? And he, he knows how to communicate. It's his job. Well, yeah, but he's he's been a coach through the years. Still and he, is. He still is, and he knows how to uh he knows how to uh, sort of go back and forth uh with uh, verbal ideas. Okay. <laughs> so he can talk? Is that what you can <laughs> Well, he cut, he coaches uh, young women. He does, and that takes. Uh, how would you describe that, Adrian? Uh, strong mental fortitude is what you is required of yes, you. Yes, yes. Yeah, so he's got that going for him, which is you know, nice. I just uh, I just got a text from uh, my wife. She says I'm going to call. I could support two husbands. How about that? All right. Wow. Do, you a, do you have a spot in your basement? Jake? How do you like that? <laughs> Wow. I'm not comfortable with that at all. Sharon is caring. All I need is a roof over my head. That's really all I hope for. Adrian's moving in? Quite literally? Not comfortable. Well, Adrian, how are you at uh, at changing diapers and chasing around a toddler? Because maybe I'd consider that. Not as great. That's probably my weakness. Okay. See, having never changed a diaper. Yeah. See, he, he's a he's 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 a newbie in that regard. I'm sure he would pick that up real quick. But it doesn't sound like he really wants to pick that up no. real quick. Real quick, I get home really late too. I don't think yeah. they would really appreciate. That. Well, if there are any uh, beautiful uh, young women out there who are looking for Mister Wright, give us a call. Why does it always come down to looks for you? I mean, beautiful in all ways. I'm not talking about looks. You were though. No, I wasn't. You were though. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. <laughs> all right. Uh, if uh, if you think you're a good match for Adrian, feel free to call in. Yeah. Uh, What's the number? We're going to eight five five three four zero zone. But I wouldn't really encourage you know people to oh, do that. Oh, I, I think so. If you know, hey guys out there, if you have a sister or something, <laughs> Adrian's not or, or, desperate. Or a daughter, <laughs> I'm not desperate. <laughs> Well, that's the point. He's not desperate. I'm doing okay out in the world. I know you are. I'm not. This isn't a, 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 you know a sympathy thing. It's just it's just part of a process. <laughs> All right. 
Should we get to the list when we come back? Why don't we? Right. Yeah, let's That's do good. that. But call if you want. I'd really be interested to see if anybody calls. Don't, Cause, hold, don't cause, hold your breath. Because our listeners have, have heard Adrian enough to know his character comes through. His, uh, his manner, his overall manner comes through. His reasonable nature. So if you've heard him and you think maybe it's a good idea. What was that number one more time? So 855-340-ZONE. I am completely uncomfortable for you, Adrian. Yeah. List coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This is DJ and PK. Greg Rubel, play-by-play voice of the BYU Cougars. You talk about the standard is the bowl. And you know, I don't have any problem with that, but my standard is a little bit better than last year. Is that fair? Sure. Eight wins would be a little bit better. And if you can cobble eight wins out of this year's schedule, I think you're a really good football team. There's just enough danger spots on this schedule this year to where if you're playing in a bowl game, you're pretty good. If you're winning eight games, I think you're really good. Anything beyond that, I think you're even better than maybe lofty expectations might have been in the preseason. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. That season two years ago, Scotty, if they had... Why do I smell dog food? This is dog's life, man. I just like dogs better than cats. Why do dogs like to stick their heads out the window? That's a big dog bone. They had a women's tennis match, including Venus Williams, and they used dogs as ball boys. Wouldn't that be kind of like a slobbery kind of... Wouldn't that ruin the tennis ball? You can't take that out. You can't eliminate that, can you? Because that's how a dog sweats, right? Do you know you can debark dogs? Well, they can still kind of... But they can't, you know, and and I know, I know, I wouldn't do it. Dogs are continuing to, uh, to defecate. Big show, time for Gordon's List, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We do it every single Friday. It's brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Did you get any calls, Adrian? Anybody ring? Uh, no ring the phone rings yet. No. Not a single one. Wow. Our listeners are usually much more efficient and effective than that. Well, I'm telling you. Now Hans is getting involved, and I'm uncomfortable with this whole scenario. <laughs> yeah. Single young women is not our 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 strong suit from a demographic but, but standpoint. But think about it. Uh, now we are proponents of this because, as we talked about with Hans, what would Hans be like as a single man at this point in time? Hans? Yeah. It's a good thing he has Amanda. Same thing with you. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm just, I mean, that's why I'm thinking that maybe at some point Adrian might, uh, it might be a good thing for him. Hans did tweet out about this. Hans tweeted out, Adrian is a great producer and a fantastic catch. We're trying to find him a good partner uh, that makes good money. Uh, Adrian makes, makes good, good money. money and is six six with blonde hair. He's a gentleman. We'll pay for dinner and respect your space. Well, call, not all of that's true. So <laughs> Call the big show to land a date. Yeah, easy for Hans to spend your money there, Adrian. Right, and I'm not 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, what are you, 6'5"? Six, 6'4", six, so. Six, four? That's close enough. 
Well, Hans is trying. If, if, <laughs> I appreciate every it. media guide I've ever read stretches the truth in that true, regard. True, right? true. All right, should we get started with the list? All right, yeah, let's do it. All right, start with this. Top five things Utah, BYU, and Utah State must do to have successful seasons. All right. Number one for all three teams, show up. <laughs> show, all right. Let's take them Because Manny more. Bowen didn't, uh, you know. <laughs> and these are general and uh, somewhat obvious, but uh, let's start with the Utes. Uh, let me give you uh, some things, and then you tell me if you think what you just all right, all right. respond. Number one, find a reliable pass game because opposing defenses will load up on Zach Moss. You want me to do individually comment yeah. or okay? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter if they find a pass game or not. They're <laughs> they're going to run the football a lot. Did you hear Britton Covey's comments from practice yesterday? He called them a run team about fifteen times. <laughs> Does that mean he's going to be blocking a lot? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right. I, I mean, at times I think they'll have to. They're going to gonna have the pass. to. They can't run the ball all the way down the field. I think they're going to try. Uh, they, they got You're it. so against this. No, this no, is the no, no. smart thing for Utah to do. I'm all about that. And you and I have agreed on this for a long time. But there are times when you need efficient passing to keep drives alive. Then you go back to the run game. There's going to be t- – in the Pac-12, how many defenses are going to load up on Zach Moss? How many defenses in the Pac-12 loaded up on John White the fourth? And he had a heck of a year. <laughs> yeah, but they still had to pass at times. Uh, about so I'd say eight to twelve times a game. Uh, really, Jake? No, eight I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you took a second to react yeah. there, though. Number two is related to that: develop reliable pass catchers. Um, I'd rather they block, but okay. <laughs> Three, make sure the offensive line comes together because Moss uh, can't run and Tyler Huntley can't pass without the protection up front. I think that'll be important. I, I saw there was a good article by Kurt today in the Tribune uh, talking about uh, those guys. Yeah. Those guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. Number four, have those linebackers uh, complete the defense. You and I have talked a lot about that over the past couple of days, and uh, it's true. Yeah, I think uh, that you know Devin Lloyd seems to be the the next guy up, and so he's going to have a, a lot of opportunity. Can he seize it? I think it'll be a big deal, and um, I think Francis Bernard's good. I think yeah, I think he he's going to have a good season. I talked to PK about uh, about uh, Devin, and he said that he's got an NFL body now. Well, that's a good start. Yeah, and Can't, then five something we haven't talked that much about, Jake. Really, the kicking game. That's been an absolute strength for the youths of the years. I'd be surprised if it was a strength this year. They've got to find – and you know what? Maybe uh, shame on me for doubting Kyle Whittingham because, you know, Andy Phillips was skiing before he was skiing, <laughs> you know. He was and, uh, hitting the bumps on the hill, huh? And Matt Gay was playing soccer at UVU. <laughs> so, you know, we shouldn't yeah. – So he might be able to go into some computer lab class somewhere and just grab somebody? And find the next uh, – yeah, Morton Anderson. Who knows? But, it, <laughs> you know, uh, Witt has pulled the rabbit out of his hat at that position more than once. And he's going to have to do it again because he's got – he doesn't have a scholarship kicker right now, and he's going to have four or five guys compete for it in camp. So, Well, as much as we make fun of the kicking game and kickers, they are awfully important. And we've seen that with the Utes, both with place kicking and punting. been a huge benefit for them. I've, there are times when I've seen a punter 
for the Utes uh, can change the direction of a game. And you typically don't think in those terms. All right, BYU. One, let Zach Wilson fling it. If he's healthy. He is. That's what they say. Number two, develop that run game because those two things go hand in hand. Just like the Utes have, are going to primarily run, they need to have the change up of the pass. Same thing at BYU. They want to let Zach Wilson go, but he has to have the support of a run game. And I think they're a little deeper at that position this year than they were last year. So Thanks to a couple of transfers. Right. Three, put pressure on the opposing quarterbacks. That's been an area that has been eh, so-so, and two of their best guys at that graduated. Mm-hmm. And so, where's that going to come from? A couple of Kafusis, I think, is who they're going <laughs> to. No, I'm serious. I think the the two Kafusis on that defense. When I talked to when I that. talked to Zane Anderson the other day, uh, he said that he has never had a sack. And for a guy who has his kind of speed, man, I'd be scratching up those plays and going, "Okay, go get them." Well, wasn't he playing safety? Yeah, for, for until last year, and then right. he got hurt. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, four, find playmakers on offense and defense. Yeah, I think they'll need to identify some guys because there aren't identified playmakers. They're they're not deep in that category. So they're gonna it, some guys are gonna have to step up and become that. I, I'm on that note. Uh, I've always thought Micah Simon had more in the tank. You know. I wonder if this is the year where he really breaks out to become the the number one guy at BYU. Yeah, I don't know. I do not know. And some of it has to do with the style of offense that they've played previously. It's interesting talking to Kalani Sataki because when they had the success, when Zach Wilson had the success that he had in that bowl game, it was like Kalani afterwards sighed this huge sigh of relief. It was like, this is what I want the offense to look like. Mm-hmm. And it didn't look look anything like that at uh, at times because it was much more conservative. And and so in order to open it up, you got to have playmakers. Number five, survive the early part of the schedule. Define that. That's a good question. Uh, I think they need at least two victories out of the first four. That's what Hans said yesterday when he asked. we asked him about that, too. That is a tall order, it man. Is. I'm not saying they can do it. That is a tall order. I don't order. know whether they can do it, but that's that's kind of what they need. And whether that means beating Utah, this, this is really interesting, fascinating stuff in the first game of the year because it's like PK and I were talking about that until we see BYU actually beat Utah, we're kind of always going to pick the Utes. And why wouldn't you? They have more, better athletes. So until BYU can actually alter that on the field, I guess I'll believe it when I see it. All right, we'll get to the Aggies coming up right around the corner. Uh, We'll also roll along with Gordon's List. Mark Harlan was on the station with DJ and PK this morning for the entire 9 o'clock hour. They covered a lot of ground. We'll play some of those highlights for you throughout the show as well. Stay tuned. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Camps underway to help break down the Cougars. Will Snowden. Zach Wilson obviously finished the season on a hot note, but I think it's something that people have been kind of glossing over. That was a serious surgery he had in the offseason. Is that something that Cougar fans should be concerned about? Well, of course. I mean, it's something that I'm concerned about. The biggest thing for me is I trust the staff over there, and if Zach is not truly ready to go, you're going to have to sit him and start preparing the Hall kid to get ready to go. But the blessing that they have is they have a backup quarterback who is very capable. He can play. They have to be smart with what they do with Zach. When you have a kid who has so much talent, so much ability, you want to make sure you protect him as long as you can because you don't want an injury to become something that really just holds you back your whole career. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your attention, please. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. I've written words on paper before, but words that never came out right. I put my feelings on a page before, but Band of the day today, the strike selected by Adrian. Oh, it's uh, selected by Austin. Oh, it's a local band Friday. That makes a lot of sense. The strike. Check it out. Brought to you by Live Nation. <laughs> Check out the latest news and concert info at LiveNation.com. We roll along with the list. Yeah, we went through Utah and BYU with things, uh, five things that they need to do to have successful seasons. And now Utah State. Um, Number one, adjust to Gary Anderson. Okay. And have Gary Anderson adjust to the team. Mm -hmm. That's something that needs to happen. Two, uh, the offensive line. I mean, we've talked about that. Uh, Got to protect Jordan Love. That's kind of three. Uh, And you got to open, all this is related, you got to open holes for Gerald Bright. Yeah, it's tough. It's hugely the, important. The Utes and the Aggies are turning over a lot in the offensive line. They've got to find the guys. But Gary did not go out and get a bunch of transfers in the offseason because he felt, he said it on the station a couple of times, he felt pretty good about the, what they had in line to, to uh, uh, take over at those positions. And remember uh, also that Utah State used those four games, the, the redshirt rule last year very, very well. And they blew out a lot of teams last year, mm-hmm. meaning a lot of those guys got some in-game yeah. experience that you hope will, will prepare them for this season. Okay. And five would be beat Boise. Yeah. Although, well, I don't know. I'm not convinced Boise's going to be as dominant this year as they've been in the past, so maybe they'll have a good opportunity yeah. for it. But well, they were, Boise State was picked first in the division by the media if they know anything. Which they don't. Well, they probably know more than you're giving them credit for. I agree, but you just you you lean on what you know. You just assume Boise's going to be good, and you don't really look into it all that much. But but I, I hear what you're saying. The division is probably going to come down to those two teams, as it often has in recent years, and so that that win becomes even more important. Okay, question for you, Jake. Okay. What's more likely, the Jazz winning 58 regular season games or the Jazz making the Western Conference Finals? More likely. 
Ooh, because I, I can make arguments on both sides, right? Hence the question. Um, it's like your would you rathers. Let me ask you this before I make up my mind. Do you think that this roster, how long will it take them to, to click together? Because the Jazz have gotten off to dreadful starts the last two years. I don't think it'll be dreadful, I, but I think it will be a little bumpy here and there. Because if they get off to another bad start, that makes 58 wins much less likely, yeah, I, right? I don't think uh, I don't think it'll be a bad start. I think it'll be a little bumpy on some nights, but uh, I think it'll be quickly corrected. And then thinking about the Western Conference Finals here for a second, who do the Jazz in the West now not match up against well? It's hard to say because the teams, the the real the the tough teams have changed. But like you know what I'm saying, nobody matched up well against Golden State um, over the past few years. So nobody they match up better with them now, obviously. But like Houston was a bad matchup for last year's Jazz and the Jazz before it, it was Houston. The way they play, the way they defend, the way they did things was was a bad matchup for the Jazz. I think it still might be. I don't because I think the Jazz have have fixed some of their things that made Houston a bad matchup. Such as? Well, you're not going to be able to take Rudy out of the series this year because the Jazz are going to make those open shots and make you pay for taking away the roll to the basket. Okay. So, I I mean, that's one huge factor, Mm -hmm. right? Rudy averaged, what did he average last year, 17 points? I mean, he was 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 their second leading scorer, and they basically took him out of the series with the way they play defense. I don't think they can do that again. So who are the major threats for the Jazz in the uh, playoffs once they get there? I mean, there are tough teams in the West. I get that. I don't think – some people are thinking Houston's going to collapse. I don't think so. I think they're still going to be tough. I think Golden State's still going to be tough. Uh, Obviously, uh, the Lakers and the Clippers, uh, Clippers more so than the Lakers. And then don't forget Denver. Denver doesn't worry me so much. I, li- I like Jeremy Grant. I like that addition. But, eh, I mean, okay. can Jokic really be the guy for Denver? I mean, is is he that good already? I don't know. Well, he's pretty good. But the Clippers are a terrible matchup for the Jazz. So how how early would they meet the Clippers? What do you Because I think that's going to matter. What do you think the scores will be in the Jazz-Clippers games? Low. <laughs> the Clippers just have three guys – that can take the best player on the other team out of the game. I mean, they'll rotate all three of those dudes on Donovan Mitchell. Pat Beverly, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. Mm. I mean, they those are three bona fide, on-ball stud defenders. And they'll just rotate those guys on on Donovan and Mike Conley, and that's going to make life really difficult for for lots of teams. But it, it's going to make life difficult for the Jazz. Plus, I mean, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George can switch on to anybody else on the floor. That's a huge advantage. All right. Coming up next on the list, we have uh, Magic Johnson uh, countering what David David Griffin said about LeBron. And LeBron saying he was shocked by Griffin's comments. All right. We'll hear what Buck had to say, as well as LeBron coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.